Hi, it's uh, Manuel Judice here and welcome to episode number 18. This is season 2 of the podcast Leading Your Change initiative. Today I want to talk about another intangible and that is accountability and why does that matter? Um, I believe the accountability is actually the biggest predictor of success in any project or change initiative. There might be stated benefits or, um, or a benefits realization roadmap. There might be a business case. Um, in a business case, usually there is a business rationale. This is a technical rationale on one hand. Can we actually go about implementing this system? Is it feasible? Do we have the resources to do it? Do we have a legacy system that allows us to upgrade to a different system or to integrate it with it or to migrate to it? So there are different feasibility studies, but also, you know, the business case. Is that going to heal any benefits, cost benefits, efficiency benefits, control benefits? Will it work for us? And 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 then you've, you've defined it. And then do you have um, a vision that is uh, reflective of what the the program of change will do. So this program of change is actually operationalizing, creating that value in our business. And that there's different drivers to that, but I'm not going into strategy, so I'm not an expert in strategy. But what I know is that and the, 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 the flip side of strategy is execution. There has to be a team, what I call a change team, which is made up of project team, delivery team, senior team, executive team, sponsorship team, a set of people that drive and create change in the business. They define it, they know what it can what can be done, and they go about implementing it. Now I've supported business change projects, a complex project impacting several countries, almost 40 countries cumulatively uh, globally. And these were technology-enabled business, a lot of them were technology-enabled business change initiatives, and they have several budgets between one and 15, the different budget ranges between one and 15 million dollars and or more in some cases and they had these the, the impact on operations were was was very varied you had you know hr payroll finance procurement operational um it ops um, um tax you had uh, credit collections billing finance operations overall. So there's a lot of different functional areas, but there were also geographically dispersed operations. And the to make things even more complicated and com- complicated was the fact that these were technology enabled, meaning technology as um, the, the, out- the outcome of technology is very simple usually. You do things quicker, right? The processes that will generally take you or a team or a function take three weeks you're going to be done in two two days right and and from a from a user perspective it's very simple what most technology does from a designing and and delivering uh, designing and development perspective it's not easy at all and that's why you know a lot of organizations are undergoing business business transformation initiative and i've supported a few so so i'm setting the stage because i've supported a lot of different projects some of that did succeed some of them didn't and this is one of the, the, the biggest observations. That, that if I were to you know, point out what is the, the single business success, business success factor or predictor of success that actually sanction good versus bad, you know, delivering on time and on budget versus don't, or creating a solution that works and everyone recognizes versus not doing that. And, 
having business utilization of the technology versus people don't not caring at all about it. So what's the biggest predictor in my direct observation and also intuitively simple to understand but it's mind-blowing how very few organizations can actually do that very few project environments actually do that and that word and that key word is accountability so i like to think of it as the analogy that i've used oftentimes that you hire a fitness trainer and because you want to become fitter fit, fitter or lose weight in prep for a, an event a wedding a um, you know a holiday whichever that might be and they lay out a plan for you you know the steps but you decided not to have them you know follow through with you on a daily basis so when you go and do the the sessions because you just don't want to do that you're just going to do it on your own and then by week two you're not doing it you're meant to be you know turning out three to four times a week but you don't do that you do what you start off first couple of weeks is okay from week three you do it twice maybe once maybe three times and then the old effort kind of um, kind of disappears kind of dissipates over time and you don't obviously achieve what you're meant to now this this is not uncommon obviously this is just an analogy but if you look at the decision points how many decisions and are made in meetings during a project implementations and how much clarity is there against those decisions and how much follow through there is you'll be blown away to the fa- by the fact that there is a, a very strong element of predictability we can really anticipate very closely when a project will succeed versus where it will not right? whether a project will be the delivered against uh, within specific time and budget constraints we can measure that but you can also go and measure that as a result of observable clearly observable behaviors which is commitments that don't get followed through. So my question to, to if you look at, there is a, ch- a change team, a, a program team, and to what, how many commitments, how many decisions are made, number one, and of those decisions, how many action plans come as a result of that? And of those actual plans, how many commitments are made by individuals and to to what extent those commitments are actually are actually met? So is there a follow through, and is there a mechanism for follow through? And and usually the answer I get to that question is yes, of course there is. We have a project manager that does that. But why is it then we don't deliver on time on budget? Why is it then that the we're building a tool and actually it's not really what we want? And actually, we need to go postpone the go live for a few weeks or months because this is not really working. Um, and, and actually, you know, the person is not with us anymore. They decided to go. They got frustrated or they found a better opportunity elsewhere. Right. So there is I've observed this behavior and my background is also in organizational psychology and for two years also did coaching. And there is an incredible gap the biggest predictor of success in any behavior to be organizational as well as personal behavior is that what we do we got to what we what we commit we got to do now there is a fine bar to that because obviously it's a fine line to you can't force people to do things right this is the other objections to that because that's a coercive that's very harsh that's brutal people need to enjoy what they do right now, I think there is a fine balance between, um, I, I hate using the, um, 
the 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 metaphor, you know, carrot a stick. I don't think that's the case. I think most people want uh, want to do work that is meaningful. It's just responsibility for the leader to to create that environment where they are incentivized to do such type of work, based on whatever the incentive, uh, be it formal or informal, uh, whichever the intentions are on an organizational level, but also on a personal level. So people want to be incentivized on one hand, encouraged, supported, and motivated. But also the accountability system is basically um, having someone, you know, kind of, we committed to this by Friday and we broke it down in a way that was achievable for, for, for you. And that hasn't happened. What got in the way, right? These are not difficult conversations. A lot of people just talk about these are impossible and difficult and we need to have a training about, you know, how to have this type of conversation. I think training and coaching is quite helpful and I do a lot of this type of work. Intuitively, we know that unless unless we have let's say 15, 15 people in our you know project team, we have developers and we have project managers and we have business analysts and solution architects and trainers and communication and engagement specialists and change people. So this is also also different professionals. Intuitively, we know that unless the commitment is followed through by action, completion towards a specific outcome, and and how come has to has to have the boundaries of a time frame, right? And if we can't achieve the outcome, then you know there has to be an intervention whereby you know things get escalated. You may have you might need to go and ask your manager for help, right? Well, managers have to be get involved. The leader is supposed to be removing obstacles, but uh, you will find. I've seen I've seen projects um, fail, and it's it's I've been in business change for quite some time. But it's quite clear to me at the very early stages which projects will fail, which projects will actually succeed, and in you know being delivered on time on budget, creating a sort of technology solution that will work. Because you, if if you as change leaders start taking the time to understand actually. What is it we've committed to in this session? How many meetings do we have per day or per week, let's say, right? Let's do this simple exercise. So we had five meetings. Which, which is the, what are the top commitments that came out, of, came out of each meeting? Or what are the decisions that were made and what are the follow-through commitments? When I talk about commitment, it's basically an action that is owned by a person, a professional. And it has to be a follow-through completion by that person. If you look at that coming out, initially just do it on a intuitive basis right if you want to con- otherwise you can con- literally start counting it so how many commitments are made to a specific task or activity how much of that is completed on a weekly basis if you give it if you were to give it in like a number or a percentage like a proportion right 20 percent 10 percent 15 percent would actually find out that the numbers are incredibly low completion rates are very low in 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 this projects that and still projects that succeed obviously you see that the synergies and, and people are working in an agile way and people commit and they're delivering there's like excitement there's enthusiasm people like it right but the in, mo- in most cases uh, for projects and initiatives are failing that isn't the case there's no closure and that comes at different layers of the delivery model right and now there is two as uh, there are also two aspects to accountability and one is we do it because we're afraid of being punished or being fired. On one hand, you know, it's sometimes consultant, the contractors think that way, so subconsciously, or kind of operate in that with that level of kind of awareness or consciousness. 
or we're doing it because you know what <laughs> I want I want this project to succeed I care simple as that right now I believe this the responsibility of the leader of a person in a position of leadership be it a supervisor a manager a senior executive whichever the case that might be to create a condition whereby people yes there might be different stages initially we've got to have a timeline we commit to and we kind of fearful not good no meeting that but that's not sustainable we're talking about 12 18 24 month projects if it doesn't translate into we are all in it together that's more a a passionate commitment this is i get it this matters thanks boss thanks for sharing with me why my work matters and what are the the three steps of my testing because this is this is the dashboard you want to see by the end of it this is what the business needs i'm going to do that for you right now the carrot stick analogy is terrible because it assumes that people are working in a factory and and now machines are replacing every place of type of jobs and i grew up in a family of um, Small, there was a small entrepreneurial businesses in the southern part of Italy. One of them was a shoe manufacturing businesses. Some of the, some of the work that was being performed was very repetitive. And things have changed since. The, the company didn't go as well over time. And then they kind of finally moved into a different type of business. But the, this, your change team, your project team are highly skilled, highly professional, highly motivated and experienced people most of the time. That's why you kind of you hire them, right? Because it's a high-profile business change initiative. And carrot stick is not a is not an analogy that can apply. These people just need to have clarity, support from a leadership perspective, and accountability to a, a specific outcome. They need to understand why that is important. And secondly, um, secondly. Um, in, in some cases, when you're moving towards creating that type of environment, initially you might have to have a, a system of accountability for consequences. Like some people, they just like us, they just don't want to be part of it. They just have had it. They want a different. Um, they, they want to do something differently. They are motivated by different aspects. There's different types of jobs. That might not be their vocation, and they will become toxic as part of your change team, project team. I've rarely, rarely came across toxic people are probably in, project, in projects myself but if that's the case that is not a decision point however most people don't need to be micromanagers there's no, there's no need for characteristic there's need for clarity and accountability system an accountability system is a negotiated act whereby a project leader sits together with a change team we have a big picture of what we're designing and we are. This is the. This is the vision. This is what the dashboard will do. This is what the dashboard. The 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 report will include. These are the headings. This is the graphical representation of an insight. This is the new the type of decisions that need to be had. I need to. This is the type of information that, as a senior leader, I need to receive from you, because that will allow me to do to make certain specific decisions. If I'm in procurement, for example, or finance, or product management. So this is a vision that the, that the senior leaders might establish and lay out for a project to change team. And these people will love that because you're basically empowering them to go ahead and do it and give you a result regardless of how they do it. However, the vision, the objective, the result is clear to them. And they know that if 
If you set the expectations that there is a timeline for that, because you have dependencies, you've committed as well from your point of view as a leader, then if they get stuck, we'll come and have a conversation with you to explain to you why they're stuck if you've created that safe environment. So this is what I meant by accountability system, not necessarily a blame game. In fact, not necessarily a blame game at all whatsoever. Accountability is also a system to create momentum. I don't want to go to the gym every week, but I have an objective and sometimes I lose track of why that should be important. That is important, right? And sometimes I just get demotivated and have people that come to pull me forward and hold me accountable for that. People will thank you for it. Um, but what I find is that a lot of the leadership positions, and I'm talking about also middle management, we tend to be left uh, kind of, no, accountability works, but not really. We tend to kind of avoid these conversations. It's kind of awkward. We're not going to do it. And this is very, it has the potential for be dramatically uh, impactful in a negative way when you're introducing change. I believe project and change teams and change capability in organizations actually will allow organization to develop, uh, to become very energized, very synergic, uh, and it will allow to introduce change. A very strong change capability allows your organization to become agile, to become adapted to change. There is a project, you have resources, they have the skills, they're going to move on and commit and do commit to those skills they will deliver your change you will deliver your project because they are excited by it they want it they want to be part of it they understand that doing testing and following a very strong and sound testing system having a race against each of the cutover activity before go live it's really important having a development of key features as opposed to all features that for this specific system once people see the bigger picture and individual contributions it is an accountability system that gets them there, then they will commit, they will be part of it. These are core, these are change skills, this is leadership skills that are to be developed, but none of it will be possible or is possible without accountability. And obviously to repeat that, kind of underline the same core principle there, there, accountability doesn't mean blame. Accountability means we recognize this matters. We recognize how my individual contribution fits into the overall delivery of this project. And I recognize the importance of having a timeline against that because someone else would need the output of that timeline. And I commit to you as a leader because I care about you. And, uh, and it's, again, this is very simple, uh, very simple processes, but these are conversations that I believe project and change team need to be supported in developing those skills to be able to have these conversations and create an accountability system that allows for, you know, um, to, for, Leveraging synergies, talents, mindsets, um, complementaries, um, abilities, and capabilities. And to really, uh, once, once you create that environment, your team will go for it. <laughs> they will deliver the, the value that you're after.